What's going on, everybody? It's a new episode of Two Tones, a special Thanksgiving edition. You already know. It's your host, Tony Timberlake 3. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. You can also follow this show at Two Two Tones on Twitter. That's the number two, T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. You can also follow the show on Instagram at Two Tones Podcast. My co-host is here. What's happening, Kay? What's good, everybody? Listen, it's Thanksgiving. We're recording on Thanksgiving, and we're giving y'all material on Thanksgiving. That's what we do, man. We're giving everything one-stop shop. I'm Tony Lee. Follow me on Twitter, at Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-E-E underscore. Catch me on Instagram and all the other sites, but not under that name, so good luck with that. But it's Thanksgiving, man. Um, We're here, and we also have a very special guest. And Tony, I will give you the honor of introducing her. Yes, we got my rib here. Oh, my God. <laughs> He got to take a bit. My rib is here. Hey, really? Man. Go ahead and introduce yourself, babe. What's going on, kings and queens? This is your girl, Neek, coming at you uh, this early morning of giving thanks. Um, we know historically that, um, you know, Thanksgiving wasn't something that we really should be celebrating. Mm. But... Run that. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, um, it's always a great thing to be able to just get with friends and fam um, and, and just being able to just um, honor being thankful for the things that, you know, the good Most High has given us. So I'm here um, with the fellas and uh, let's get it cracking. Oh, dope. We got that energy, man. The, the uh, last guest we had was, um, who you have up here last? What was the last guest we had, Tony? I forgot. Sheesh. Um, but... Uh, Neek is here. She's the um, first guest we had since our last guest, which I think was Tragic Hero, right? That was before... Uh, I believe so. I believe Tragic was the before, last uh, Before guess. Trump won, and he was uh, praising Trump. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but she was right. Thanksgiving, you know, um, it's about historically, the Americans, they came and said, thanks for giving me your stuff, then popped off on them. So was, Thanksgiving is not what we, you know, generally, truly, traditionally think it is. But it is what it is. We're here today, and um, we're going to give our Thanksgiving experiences. We're going to talk about all that. But before all that tone, and you too, Neek, I want to know, what are y'all listening to? What's in your Thanksgiving playlist? Do you have a playlist? What's an album you're rocking with right now? Because this is a show primarily based on music. But, you know, we want to talk about other things this episode. But real quick, what do you listen to, man? Let the people know. Yeah, man. Um, I, I've really just been, like, I've been staying kind of in the same wheelhouse. Mm. Um, I was listening to Big recently, um, still kind of peering back and forth with Big's second album, Life After Death. Really? Yeah. Um, I pulled back uh, a Kanye classic, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Listened to a couple of joints off of that. Um, what else have I been listening to? Um, just classic R&B. Just find, you know, a playlist, 90s R&B playlist on Spotify, Let It Rock. Never go um, Xavier Omar is still in rotation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's always in rotation. Yeah. Dornick in rotation. Um, Show Baraka's The Narrative still in rotation. Solange's nice. album still in rotation. So hmm. that's kind of been where I've been. Um, I gave Emily Sandy's album a few yeah, lessons. Yeah, that did drop. Yeah, yeah. I ain't um, get to it yet. So yeah, that's where I've kind of been. How about you, man? Um, well, I'll let Neat go first. Then I'll finish it off. Neat, have you listened okay. to something or have you, you know, you're not really 
You got to answer the spirit. <laughs> so, um, you know, this is where our house is a little divided. You know, my husband will tell you uh, when it when we get into the car specifically, uh, you know, it's like the race to the to the radio to who puts what on first, Ain't whether no it's race. a CD, <laughs> whether it's a CD or uh, or or something digital from Spotify. Um, you know, but my husband definitely normally runs uh, the our musical entertainment in the in our vehicles. But I, um, you know, I've been on my my Afro house, my Afro dance house hall dance hall. Yes, music. Afro beats. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, you know, my husband will come home from work and find me just dancing, like just blasting it. Uh, you know, so that's that's. Anything that keeps me moving and, and inspired, like, that's my thing. But definitely, um, you know, uh, love Solange's album, man. I think that, man, like, she she's always been a dope artist to me. Right. Um, I think that she's definitely been um, underrated because of who her sister is. Uh, so it's like, yeah, okay, we're not going to pay attention to this no sister. Uh, and, and, and just, man... Yeah, so she definitely has given something great to the world. So um, definitely, I have not obliged to uh, listen to Solange. And, you know, definitely, what's his new name? Xavier what? Xavier Omar. Xavier Omar, yeah, yeah. She calls him Sparks. 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 Yeah, I do. I'm like, yeah. Um, So, you know, uh, yeah. So, but that's my my biggest thing. Anything that makes me dance and move and just, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, oh. all, I'm all with it. Yeah, clearly I'm not a dancer, so I like my reserved music. Yeah. My thinker oh, music. Don't, don't, don't let him fool you. This Can Negro will definitely you? come up in the house and be like, hey, what's going on? So, <laughs> But I be joking, though. No, whatever. I be dancing like Tony Lee when he was uh, whipping at Nene and with the crutches. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, and you know, on that note. Listen, on that note, I'm going to go to me. Go to t- <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been listening to obviously the Solange. Some I love Afrobeat and dancehall, like you said. I'm listening a lot. I listen to a lot of house, like Superman, Black Coffee, um, Kenny Bobian. Yeah. I listen to a lot of house and Afrobeats. I love that style of music. I love that. Um, but I also been listening to this new album, Bruno Mars, that just dropped, 24K Magic. Um, yeah, dope album. Um, obviously the single we all know the single. You know, typical smash hit type Bruno single. Um, and the album is non joints. Um, very. Reminiscent and nostalgic of the 90s and 80s. Bell Bip DeVoe, um, New Jack Swing type feeling up there. Um, mm-hmm. And it's dope. I've been listening to that album actually a lot since it dropped. And I actually revisited Solange's yesterday as you were talking about, Neek. Um, but yeah, man, Bruno's album is really dope for me. I love calling on my lovelies. That's like my anthem now for all my cougars. You know, all them cougars want to play me. I got somebody on hold. You know what I mean? Like, so that album is dope. Finesse, um, Straight Up and Down. A lot of different joints up there I really like. So Bruno album to me... You know, um, it's really dope right now, and I'll see where it goes. Side note: We have a top ten list coming. Um, albums, songs that's coming at the end of the year, and um, this album mm-hmm. is sounding real good. I'm not saying it's gonna crack the top ten, but it might. You know, this album is sounding good. I like it sonically. Obviously, we just got it, so I just can't say, "Oh, it's the greatest thing ever." But it's dope to me. I like the content, especially not- with a certain album that came out at the top of the year that's been number one for all year for you. So yes, so. Yeah, and it's some good stuff out here. So Bruno, man, I've been rocking with that. All of them like hit singles. Any any record that could be a hit single, honestly. Um, but dope album. I've been rocking Bruno. I've been rocking Solange. I've been rocking Charlie Caesar. Hold my mule. I've been rocking. Um, oh god, for real. That greens, beans, tomatoes. I've been. I went to her catalog because I'm actually a Shirley fan. 
you know, um, she's legendary. We all know she's legendary, but a lot of people just thought she was. Oh man, we need a Jersey Club mix of that. Oh, a Jersey Club. Flex already has it. Yes, I'm gonna listen to it. (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah, that's it, man. Just listening to that, you know, and that's my Thanksgiving lineup. I don't know what I'm listening later. Probably some future, some trap, you know. Probably some Fred Hammond, (laughs) you know. Probably some, I don't know, internet. But we it's gonna be something, man. But um, since we're on music, real quick, right? Um, the big topic in news as a recent has been Kanye West. He's been hospitalized. He's been going through this. You know, he's been going on crazy rants, quote unquote, as some would say. Um, some would say it's just record Kanye. Some would say he's a crazy rant. He's losing it. He's hospitalized as far as we know. So I just want to say mm-hmm. pray for Ye. Um, any thoughts on that before we move on from that? I want to touch on that real quick. I got anything to say about that before we move on? From yeah, it? definitely. So I would characterize myself as a fan of Kanye West's music. Okay. Um, as a whole, I haven't, there's one album I just completely Euro step, even though it's a couple of joints on there and y'all know what album that is. Jesus. <clears throat> Absolutely. Euro step that mm. except for blood on the leaves. Love that record. Yeah. Um, so he's made good to amazing music over his career. Um, really was the soundtrack of high school and college for me. Yeah. Um, and so saying that, it's sad to watch what's going on with him from afar. Um, obviously, I don't have intimate details. I'm not in his inner circle. Um, so I don't see his day-to-day life. But just looking at um, the progression of his life for the last eight years, which is crazy that Eight Ways and Heartbreaks is eight years old. But yeah. just seeing the progression of his life the last eight years, it is sad. Um, there's a lot that has gone on with him publicly and there's never been an extended period of um, vacation for him. And when I say vacation, I don't mean like he went out of town or went somewhere, but he's always been um, a news topic for the past 10 years. He has not been outside of the media's speculation, gaze, conversation at any point. Right, right. Um, But there's been some traumatic and traumatic things that have happened in his life from losing his mother to public um, breakups and uh, his outbursts or rants. His fashion. There's just... Yeah. Yes, his fashion wars, his music, (laughs) his, his... Everything has been a thing publicly. Yeah. And there's been no time to sit and reflect yeah. or at least a dramatic amount of time to sit and reflect. Um, so looking at all those things and then seeing him be very public with no respite from it, you can see where mental fatigue and mental illness could creep in. Mm-hmm. I'm not diagnosing him by any means, but those are the rumors that are going around. So it, you could see where, that comes into play. Hmm. Makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense, man. Neat. Yeah. yeah. And and I was going to say, just kind of piggybacking off of um, what Tony was talking about, just specifically, like, just mentally. Being mentally drained is uh, just, it's, a, it's, it's real. And I think in our community, specifically, you know, in the Black community, African-American community, melanated community, we grow up in this society, in this world, where we are consistently 
um, badgered and, and, and told, you know, keep your emotions to yourself. Mm-hmm. Men don't cry. Or let's, let me, let, let me rephrase that. Real men don't cry. Mm-hmm. Right. And even to a point of saying, you know, boys don't cry. I even remember just growing up, even as a, a female and my dad, uh, telling me like, come on, you, you don't cry. You don't need to cry. Don't cry. Uh, and I'm like, man, you know, and so what does that do? What does that do as you uh, transition from childhood into, you know, adulthood? Right. Well, you know, it, it, it has you to suppress um, all of your uh, emotions and everything that you feel like, man, if I could just sit down and really let somebody know. Now, we do know that with Kanye West, he is a man of many words, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, him being a man of many words, um, you know, he says what he wants to say. But I think that sometimes what he really truly wants to say um, he hasn't found the right or correct accountability or people around here where he can trust to be able to say these things. And I'll even go to the point of, of even to his wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that she's a trophy wife. I don't think that it's really a woman that he's looking at and saying, hey, you know, like, I'm really going through this, Kim. Now, obviously, I don't know her from from Adam. But, you know, from an outsider looking in, you know, I tell this to my husband all the time, broke can't fix fix broke. So you have two broken people that are together, right? This young lady uh, is obviously um, even searching for daddy with the things that she has, uh, um, um, the things that she has, um, I guess, encountered or things that she has involved herself in through her lifestyle, you know? So at the end of the day, um, you know, when you have two broken people that are getting together, they're not whole. How is it that you can be the balance to my insanity? Right. So with that, at the end of the day, you're going to have this man that's like, man, um, I, I do need to go to the hospital and, and just rest and get clear minded. You know, um, I know that uh, on today, I guess there was a, a pretty much, I think the shade room uh, posted it and talked about like, um, you know, he, he'll be spending Thanksgiving in the hospital with his wife by his side, you know? Mm-hmm. So what are those conversations going to look like? Is it going to be in prayer? Is it going to, you know, I don't know. Cause again, two broke people. Yeah. But you know, gratefully that she will be by his side. I, I can't give you details about their marriage and inside of their marriage. But again, somebody looking on uh, from the outside, looking in, um, you know, it's, it's a shame. And my, my heart does break for him. I, I'll be very transparent. I was never really a big, big, uh, uh, Yeezy fan. Um, I couldn't stand him because in the very beginning, I remember my, my, uh, roommate when I was in college, college dropout came out. And I just was like, man, I can't stand this man. He's so arrogant. He's so this. He's, I mean, like, she was like, nah, nah, but he makes dope music. And I'm like, no, nothing you can say, you know. And then I became a fan uh, once uh, uh, Work It Out came out. I was like, dang, okay, I'm, I'm all right. I, I'm, I'm a fan just a little bit. Right. Um, but then, you know, when the death of his mother came upon uh, him and I, I just, I saw this, this another transformation, it broke him. It broke him even more than he probably was even broke, but it it really truly broke him. And um, community is important. And when you have, when yep. you're in a, a very crooked industry, as the music industry, as in Hollywood, and then you have Kanye, who definitely is in the in the in the business of exposing these crooks in the industry. Oh yeah, but at the end of the day. 
they're not going to let you go, but so far. So they're going to do whatever they can do to knock you down. And I feel like at this point, you know, saying to him, probably, man, just get in the studio, whatever your pain is, go ahead and, 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 and just, just write it out on paper or get in the studio, get in the booth, do whatever, you know, without somebody by his side saying, no, 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 yay. Take the time, man. Take the time. Because if you don't take the time now, it's going to catch up with you later. And, and unfortunately, we're at this later. We're at this later. So, yeah, um, man. you know, again, definitely uh, being proactive, praying for him. Um, but I think even, again, having these conversations as at the end of the day between you, Tony Lee, between my husband, Tony Timberlake the third, mm-hmm. between anybody as a, as an African American man, this could be you guys at any point in time. Right. And if you right. if we aren't creating for ourselves, if we are not creating for ourselves that community, then to be able to to lean on each other, to be able to say, man, I just need to open up about this situation. Right. Beyond grievance, beyond grievance, because that's the thing, too. We think that something has to tragically happen to us to be able to 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 say anything. No, man, it it can be simple. Like I'm single and I and I'm questioning, am I really truly a a, a man worth being with? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it's it's real. And the thing about it is until we start having these real conversations, until we start having them, even in the community that we call the church. We're not having these conversations because we're so worried about now I'm not against anybody having an abundant life, but when are we going to stop leaving behind the things that are keeping us enslaved as a people? When are we going to stop, you know, having, uh, being, being taken advantage of and just being brainwashed and, and, and saying, man, you know, well, um, you know, Papa didn't raise me, you know, my mom did the best. Okay. Well, what are we going to do about it? When exactly. are we when are we going to really start having conversations, but not going beyond the conversations? Because conversations are being had, conversations are being had in, in uh, outside of the church from a lot of non-believers, you right. know. And um, I, I know we keep ourselves in the loop with a lot of people that are speaking more than speaking more truth than people in the church, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's you just, know that's that's, that's real. <laughs> yeah, I can attest so, to that. Yeah. <laughs> so again, like man, like I I, I really. My, my heart does really go out, go out to this man. And um, I just really, really hope that there can be some true community um, around him and, and just, you know, just man, like if, if it's him giving it up for a while, nobody doesn't say you have to leave forever, but if it's him just giving it up for a while, to, because at this point, yeah, because at this point, you know, you brought children into this world. So your, your sanity is not even just about you yourself, but now you have children that I'm pretty sure you want to be here to be able to raise them and, and in a as much as a normal capacity as possible because it's, they're not normal, period. You are the West and Kardashian family. Mm-hmm. So you, you already have something, unfortunately, against you where you're just going to have people that's going to be just throwing stuff at you and your kids and your family, period. So you have to realize what's more important. Be creating the next uh, best shoe that's better than a Jordan, or man, like let me take my time so that at the end of the day, even if I'm not even really caring about myself at this point, I have two beautiful children that I need to know that I need to really truly live for, and and really truly leave a legacy, not based on what this world 
is saying, this is how you leave a legacy. Right. Not based on if even what I was even brought up to think what a, what leaving a legacy looks mm-hmm. like or is. Right? So that's my thoughts. Sorry, long with it, but yeah, that was a I word. get passionate about these things. <laughs> that's a, listen, that, that's a word. We can start the show. That was y'all can send y'all offering to um what's your Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> your PayPal. Like that that was definitely a word on tonight, on on this Thanksgiving holiday. But but real talk, <laughs> I agree with Almost every everything you said, honestly, um, we do definitely care about the songs rather than the sanity of our favorite artists. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's like like the Mary J's. We like the heartbroken because we can get the good music. With Kanye, they're yeah. saying, "Oh, a good album mm-hmm. might come out of this." What about a good dad, a good father, a good brother coming out of this? You know what I mean? So yeah. I think we need to be more focused on the sanity and the well being. But it's so much consumerism, consumerism, money, money, money. Shut up, make my music, and we treat them Absolutely. as our slaves, and they're like slaves to the fans in a way. So. You brought up great points, man. It makes a lot of sense to me, man. Tone, you definitely agree, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. <laughs> nah, <I'm> not... <laughs> no, no, no. No, yeah. you know I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> man. Um, But today is Thanksgiving. Again, pray for Ye, hashtag, pray for Kanye. Jay Gibbons has something about praying for Kanye, a trend or something going on a while ago. But pray for Ye. Yeah. You know, uh, keep them in your prayers. You know what I mean? People going to let jokes fly. That's what people do. And the internet does. But we don't necessarily let that fly when it comes to mental health or any type of, you know, downfall. We don't try to make fun of that, make light of that. Jokes fly, but, you know, not here sometimes. But it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's, it's Thanksgiving, people. Um, Now, me, I'm a meat eater. I'm a traditional Thanksgiving celebrator. Except the casserole. That's for white folk. I don't eat streaming casserole. I don't eat nothing casserole but you know i eat the salt ham not the sweet ham but however these are vegans sitting next to me in the spirit this lovely couple they're vegans i'm not a vegan so before we get into your journey to veganism and how do you spend your thanksgiving um non-traditionally i want to just go through some of the worst dishes and the best dishes um for thanksgiving i'm gonna start it off i know cranberry sauce is horrible and no one should be eating absolutely it. trash agreed agreed especially the canned one like it's it's like <laughs> all of it it's cranberry it. jello like no i can't do that oh oh Mm-mm. um sweet I, my grandmom used to try to get me to try that i was like nope 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 no it's it's bad it every time yeah, sweet ham. I just hated it because it kept the shape of the can. I was like, this is right. Nah. <laughs> it had ribs. I'm like, it, yeah, oh. it had the little ribs on the side. I'm like, no. I'm like, only thing no. ribbed. I, never mind. But yeah, it's like, but nah, it, the, horrible. The cranberry sauce, sweet ham is horrible to me. It's not horrible. It's it's, it's stomach. I can stomach it, but I was a, I'm a salt ham eater. Um, sweet ham I can't <laughs> get with. Um, dry cornbread gotta go. Not record. Yeah, no dry cornbread. <laughs> Dry cornbread. And also, no cornbread with the green juice on it. You don't want that neither. What? what? Cornbread with the green juice. What is when that? You put your cornbread on your plate and you put greens on oh, your plate. Oh, you know, like goes oh. over. Ew. Oh, Gross. Like, Separate plate. About? You know what's really good? My Let's mother. Get a napkin. <laughs> you know what's really good? My mother, she actually, instead of milk, like traditionally, she uses eggnog to make the cornbread and bakes it. That tastes so mm. good instead of the milk. Like the flavor. <laughs> Like Yo, you guys are vegans, so uh, I grew up on this cornbread and milk. No, I'm gonna but, try cornbread and coconut milk. Like uh, you crush the cornbread up and eat it like cereal. Uh, oh no, no, coconut milk might sound that, no for real. You use there's some great alternatives. We're gonna get into real alternatives <laughs> later. But if you're eating meat and dairy still, <laughs> great alternatives instead of milk. Use coconut milk, almond milk. Use eggnog instead of regular milk for cornbread. That's delicious. So let's get to the good stuff. I love greens. I love salt ham. I love yak. 
You said oh what? Gosh. Eggnog with yak. Eggnog and yak. Oh yeah, I definitely got. I got a, actually I got a bottle of Angry Orchard. I'm sipping on right now. Um, while we were recording the show. Um, the yak is for later. But Yo. I got a. Yeah, I do. It is morning time. You got breakfast in Angry Orchard. It's eleven twelve, y'all, and <laughs> I have a bottle of A O. That's right. God is good. Hard cider. Um, it's cider. It's the Alpha and the Omega. The Alpha. <laughs> Hey, oh, <laughs> I hate you. I um, see how y'all do it. <laughs> no, that's him. That's him. Um, but yeah, man, this is, I love this cider. Um, the yak is for later. The fireball, the yak. I'm not a. I'm not a hard. I don't drink hard liquor. I drink wine and wine coolers. I never been drunk, so I really don't drink hard stuff. It's about moderation, people. But um, again, the good stuff of Thanksgiving. I like the greens. I like the fried turkey. If you're frying turkeys, be safe out there. A lot of y'all catching bodies by frying the turkey in the house. Just. Just be safe when you fry on your turkeys. Um, duck is good. I actually enjoy duck. I love a good Thai roasted duck. Amen. Um, and yeah, man, baked macaroni and cheese, baked. That, that stovetop craft stuff y'all be trying to do on Thanksgiving? Nah. Nah. Spaghetti casserole, tuna fish casserole, Trump no. supporters? No. Pumpkin pot? Tony, you like pumpkin pot. <laughs> Tony, you like pumpkin pot. I, I don't Make do pumpkin. Thanksgiving great again. Make Thanksgiving <laughs> That's the name of the show. <laughs> well, really, we about to make it great again later. But, um, yeah. So, that's some of the do's and don'ts of Thanksgiving. A lot of y'all eating your stuff. We said don't eat. You're eating it while we're talking right now. But shame on you. And do go comment and rate, rate, and, rate. And while we while we talking about holiday-specific food, candy corn is trash. Oh, no, 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 it's not. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yes, I love candy, candy corn. Candy corn is trash. And Easter, the marshmallow peeps is trash. No, they're not. No, Boston baked beans are trash. Boston baked beans are horrible. Mm, No, No, sir. I love Boston baked beans. What? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, so holiday stuff. Listen, Christmas is coming. We'll talk about Christmas food. It's pretty much the same, just a lesser amount on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Pretty much the same thing, just a lesser amount. But um, yeah, man, all the pot. I love cheesecake. Shout out to cheesecake. That's my favorite dessert. And pecan pie is... Pecan pie is dope. Cheesecake yes. at Thanksgiving? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've never, I never grew up on cheesecake at Thanksgiving. We had pound cakes. We got that too. That's all we Pound cake, yeah, cheesecake. pound cake, cheesecake, sweet apple potato pie, pie. sweet yeah, potato pie. Yeah, no, we had like, we had pound cakes and we had the pies, like a sweet potato and a pumpkin and an apple. Oh, that, but that was it. We didn't have no cheesecake. Y'all grew, that's y'all up north people. I'm from the... So I'm below the Mason Dixon line, everybody. So we then we don't do cheesecake. Yeah, we up north. That's, That's not, what we do. Jersey. Yeah, y'all up north. So if you if you below the Mason Dixon line like myself, then you already know we not doing no cheesecake down here. <laughs> yeah, it's yams. Shout out to sweet potatoes, candy yams, whatever you call them. They're good. Yeah, we call them candy yams. Yeah, mm-hmm. whoever makes them, it depends who makes them. Potato salad depends who makes it. Again, um, yeah, man. Um, so, y'all enjoy your Thanksgiving. I know y'all listening and y'all actually playing this for your family because you love us that much. Hi, family. Hi, say hi to your hi, fine. Family. Say hi to your fine aunt. You know, um, I love the <laughs> older women. <laughs> if your mother fine. She just shot 2016. <laughs> I cannot. It, look, say hi to your fine aunt that brings the pound cake all the time and it's always single. Say hi to her. Tip for me. Hi, your cousins. Hi, your aunts. Tony Lee. Your mom's too, coming up though. in your cribs. Your mom's taking your, your cereal. If your mom's fine enough, listen. But we didn't get off that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so again, I said before we had this conversation. Um, I am a eat meat eater. I eat uh, Thanksgiving the traditional way. Um, however, Tony T and Neek, they're not. 
So before y'all go into how you spend your Thanksgiving, I want you to tell us your journey to veganism. Or either way, you can do it afterwards, whatever. I want you to explain your journey to veganism. How is it being a vegan? And how do you celebrate your Thanksgiving, being that you're a vegan? And tell us the benefits and, a, you know, and everything else from it. Maybe it can help some of the listeners see things in a different light, a different side of veganism. So y'all can go, whoever wants to. Okay, so I'll share my transition and my journey into veganism, mm-hmm. and then I'll let Neek handle the rest. She'll give her journey and how we celebrate. Okay? Nope. All right, so for me, um, I grew up with a traditional diet. I had Thanksgiving and all my other days, just like everybody else, eating meat, chicken, steak, crabs, you know, all the good stuff. Um, quote unquote. So I got married in September of last year and I was still a meat eater from September through August. I continued my regular diet. I ate meat, burgers, whatever I felt like eating. Um, then around mid October, my wife was like, we need to do a detox. She wanted to do the detox because we had begun gaining weight. In those that month and a half after getting married, uh-huh. um, and so we did a 21 day detox um, from November 1st to November 21st, which is my birthday. So I was looking forward to getting off the detox and eating what I wanted on my birthday. Um, and Thanksgiving is very close to my birthday, um, pretty much every year. I don't think my birthday has ever been on Thanksgiving, but it's always the week of. So. I was, um, we did the detox. Before we started the detox, we weighed ourselves. I weighed 205 pounds. Jesus. Today, I'm 156 pounds. He cut about, whew, glory. I do not work out. This mm. is strictly off of having a vegan diet. Mm. Um, and even that has been a journey in and of itself. So during the 21-day detox, we ate raw vegan. Nice. Um, after that, we we opened it up and... Now I can have vegan cooked food, um, so that w- that's cool. It definitely gives you an appreciation for cooked food, even though raw food is fire when done right. Oh yes, and very beneficial to your skin, face, system. Absolutely, tons of benefits. Um, so mentally, spiritually, um, emotionally, the effect that this transition and this new lifestyle has had on me is. I feel happier on a regular basis. I'm more apt to smile. Um, I, in retrospect, I think I may have struggled with aspects of depression um, post-college, coming out of college with a degree, but no opportunities to use that degree um, in the area where I was living. And then just being underemployed in general um, was a stressor on me. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my journey and we can transition over to Queen Neek. <laughs> hey. So I pretty much, uh, my journey started when I was 22. So it was back in 2007 and, uh, pretty much the same way that my, uh, husband 
ended up um, <laughs> with a full body detox. I did the same thing. Same full body detox that we did uh, last year together is the same full body detox I did in 2007. And so my big issue was it wasn't even necessarily weight at the time. My biggest issue was that I felt myself going through puberty at, uh, at the age of 22. And I said, man, what's going on? So my biggest thing was that I had skin issues. My face was breaking out. And I was just like, okay, I never went through this. I didn't go through it in my preteen years, my teenage years. And I just was didn't understand what was happening. <clears throat> so I heard about this detox on the radio. And when I heard about the benefits that this uh, radio personality was talking about, I said, man, I have to try it. I don't know what it what is going to entail. In- it entail for me to do, but I'm just going to do it. So I did it. It was 21 days. And when I went on this detox, I remember the last two days I said, I am craving Popeye's chicken. Like <laughs> I, I just, I really, really wanted some Popeye's chicken. So I ended up going to sleep that night and in my dreams, I had, um, went to the hospital and I was placed in this hospital room and this doctor comes in pretty much, you know, with his tablet, uh, not tablet, his uh, clipboard with his papers, you know, my stuff on file. And he said, the reason why you're in this hospital is because you went back to eating meat. Mm. So when that happened, I woke up the next day. I won't say that it shook me, but it was a very, very, just an enlightened moment for me. Like it was like something like you, you've heard of like brain fog, right? So pretty much there Mm -hmm. was this, like something snapped and clicked. And I was just like, man, like I can't go back. So every just part of my being totally switched in that dream. And in that moment, and when I woke up, that was my awakening. And I just was just like, it's no point in me going back. Cause I said, if this is what it's going to do to me, if this was a dream in which I believe that God gave me to pretty much tell me what, this is what the future is going to look like. You're going to be in a hospital room. And this is what the doctor's going to tell you. You're in this hospital because you went back to eating meat. So I just said, I want to honor my body. First and foremost, I just wanted to honor God because I do believe that that dream was very, very, very much so from him. And specifically, the great thing about with this full body detox, because we can be just just to kind of go off a little bit. But there's a lot of people that talk about cleanses, that talk about detox. And with this specific detox that we do, it is a detox that goes on under a, a cellular um, level, right? So pretty much what you're detoxing from is from the, all of your major organs. So your brain, your kidney, your liver, your heart, um, the blood, the lymphatic system, where a lot of toxins are held in how this is how the blood gets, uh, uh, uh um, uh, toxic. So this full body detox, when you are detoxing, like Tony was saying, there's so much clarity, there's so many things that when you're eating just, and I'm not even, I'm, I'm even, even would say I'm safe to even say this. It's not even just about meat, right? But any sort of, rather it's processed food, GMO food, right? Yeah. So we're talking about you having true electrifying living foods that you're consuming for 21 days. You're going to have some sort of breakthrough. This yeah. is why, and we can even look at it in a sense of biblically, like, why do you think, you know, we really truly fast? 
right? When we when we abstain from things that we like, that we consume daily on a reference, you write candy, fried foods, all these sorts of things that we're like, mm-hmm, yeah. And but it really it clouds, it clouds our thinking. It messes with our emotions. Right, right. My my husband talked about depression. I remember um I was in LA and I was sitting, this is at this time I was visiting an ex-boyfriend, and um I'm sitting at at this uh young lady's house um that pretty much hosted me when I was out there visiting him and I remember saying, God, something's wrong with me. I really think that I'm bipolar. Mm. Like <laughs> I and, and 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 it's real. And I knew now now granted this is within my vegan journey. Because let me tell you what, what happened and what shifted. See like I told you, it's not about just giving up the meat or animal products. When you're consuming, when you're consuming processed foods, because there's a lot of junk food, vegan food out there, right? Yep. And I like somebody I uh, came across a post one day that said, you know, junk food is not food at all. It's just junk, which is true, right? So this junk that, and, and whether you are vegan or non-vegan, can get very much so clouded into our everyday lives. And I remember saying, sitting there saying, man, the first vision that came to my mind as I was thinking that I was bipolar was food, eat Mm -hmm. real food. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, huh? But I'm, but I'm a vegan. I'm plant-based. What you mean? Eat real food. I'm eating real food. It is real. Yeah, no, (laughs) right. It is real. No, what's real is it's real about the crazy crap they put in it. I, you know, a lot of people, or we we know that the word C H E M I C A L S is what chemicals, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I call chemicals chemicals because the things that they're placing: maltodextrin, red dye forty, right, aspartame. That's All these things are chemicals. All they're doing is they're slowly but surely you you're you're guaranteed for sure that these things that you're consuming daily. I'm going to end up killing you. Cancer, right? All that comes from what we all eat. it diabetes, all yeah, all, of, all of it, right? It's really from what so, we eat. so yeah. So I I remember even sitting in that moment and being like, if I'm questioning that I'm bipolar and I'm plant based, I'm not doing something right. So you know, it's it's I call this you know a, a, a journey because when I tell you even now, like my husband and I, even within this year. We even, we had, we, we had another transformation, you know, of just being plant-based. So when I tell you this, it's not, it so goes beyond just giving up the meat and animal products. It's so beyond. And even within the vegan community, we're not even a lot of times having these, these conversations with them because we just think that, you know, oh, you know, let's save the animals. Let's be ethical. Let's do this. No, no, no. It goes so beyond because you got a lot of people, a lot of people who still don't get it. Who are still just as toxic as they were before they were vegans. And yeah. I'm talking about beyond just what they're putting in their body, but mentally they're still toxic. Physically they're still toxic. Spiritually they're still toxic. You're like, I don't want to be around you. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so I, um, you know, one of the biggest things for me, like, uh, you know, with this throughout this, I, I and I I talked about, um, is, is really like, the, it's a whole body shift. It's a whole mental shift. It's a whole spiritual shift. And so beyond, yes, 
great things that have happened, skin, hair, nails growing, you know, mental clarity, energy on high, all those things are great. But again, we also have to make sure whether you are a meat eater or you're a plant-based person or whatever, you got to pay attention to this food industry because this food industry is growing toxic crap. And not only is the food industry growing toxic crap, you got, if you are someone that's dealing with any sort of illness, whether it's mental illness or physical diabetes, HIV, all these sorts of things, take a look at your medications. Do you ever pay attention to the commercials that they're playing? And when you look at these commercials and you hear this person talking real fast and they're saying, oh, you can take Viagra, but let me tell you what's going to be the effects of this. You're going to have suicidal thoughts. You're going to end up having, you know, an erect uh, erection for for, for more than 14 to 18 hours. Come on, man. You might die after two rounds. Like, they don't... I'm just saying. Like, but we, we, but we're we're so consumed with thinking that these things are okay because yeah. why? Because we go to uh, somebody, yeah, exactly. We go to somebody that has two initials in front of their name that says DR or behind MD or something else SSD, and you're sitting here thinking like because these people spend eight years in 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 in, in a in an institution, right? That that gives them the 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 authority to it's say called, what I put in my body. It's called practice, That's right? What they do, yeah. And, and the other thing, and the other thing with that is, a lot of people don't know this. There's a great documentary that um, people should check out called "The Truth About Cancer." My husband and I w- begin to watch this. Right? It's a, it's long. Like this man, uh, Ty Bollinger, he freaking like went traveled all over the world to talk to many doctors, doctors who are no longer practicing, or or now doctors who were who now call themselves alternative doctors or holistic doctors or practitioners. Right? Yeah, yeah, holistic. Yeah, yeah. These people admit it on camera that when patients, whether they had cancer or any sort of other thing, lupus, you know, anything that's Mm -hmm. inflammatory diseases, all these sorts of sickle cell, right? They admit it on camera that never once were they taught to go back and look at the foods that people were consuming and eating. You know why that is? It's because these doctors... When they're in school, they get up to eight hours, up to eight hours of class on nutrition. Uh. Up to eight hours? Out of eight years of being in school. Come on. Come on. Are you serious? So that just clearly lets me know that the pharmaceutical companies, the the doctors, the physicians, the food industry, all of them are a pyramid and they're working together. We want to talk about a pyramid scheme. If that ain't the biggest pyramid scheme on earth, I don't know what is. They're a big business and they're working all together. And killing you. They're working all together. Point blank period. So exactly. So my thing is, is like, man, we don't, we're not here. We're not here to, to, to preach against people who decide to still consume me. Me and my husband understand that we know that we're not going to be able to, to, uh, to, to change a world of, of people who are meat eaters to plant, plant, plant based. We know that because at the end of the day, it's unrealistic. We also know biblically that everybody is not going to believe in the one and only true Messiah, Yehoshua himself, right? We know this. We know this. So we're not here to 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 say, hey, we want to make sure that y'all live. No, 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 no. But what we all want to do is we know that we have a mission. We know that at the end of the day, you can't say that somebody didn't tell you. You can't say that, hey, that God hasn't given you the authority yourself to look into these things so for you to know. So at the end of the day, when you do get that, um, 
um uh that that report back that says, man, you know, you have type two diabetes. You you got you know you have this dysfunction. You have lupus. You have sickle cell. You have all these sorts of things. I want you to first look at what you're, you've been consuming exactly. over the years, the mo- multiple years. And again, like I said, we got to keep a watch out on the food industry because they're changing. It's a great, um, it's not a documentary. It's a movie called Consumed. They go into the lives of what Monsanto and all these other mm-hmm. just crazy corporate uh, 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 people that have gone into these farmers' lands and, and corrupted their seeds. Like mis miseducated them, misinformed them, and said, "Hey, you know, we we got a way that we can grow. You know, we know that yeah, that 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 yeah. uh, that pumpkins, right? We know that the harvest normally takes this, but what if we told you we can grow these certain apples within uh, instead of a, 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 a four to six months, we can grow them in two weeks. What? And that way you can get more money. So many of the farmers, unfortunately, they fail for it." So that's why right now we got all of this crazy GMO food. And again, not only is it affecting us as adults, but guess who it's also affecting? It's affecting our children in the school system. We yeah. we want to know we want to know why a lot of these kids, especially in the inner city, in, in, in the inner city, why these kids can't function. Why are we coming up with so many reports of, of, of autism? When we were in school, autism wasn't a thing. It's the pop You had one it's case out of like 16 to 18 kids. You didn't see that. And anytime you, you talked about whether it be mental retardation, we knew that that was, uh, that was solely connected to drugs only, crack cocaine, right? So, man, there's so much. It's deep, the food, man. It's- uh, FDA stands for food. Drug, drug yeah. administration. Food and drugs. Why? Food is a drug. <laughs> exactly. Food is... Exactly. Yeah, and, and, but people can't see that, right? And again, like, we can... They, they're labeling it food, but it's not. Uh, and this is the other big thing that a lot of people are falling prey to. Organic. You yeah. can can it. It's, a, it's, it's, all, it's all in working with the pyramid scheme. They're all working together. At the Sales end of the day, boys. yeah, at the end of the day, money, you're man. not going to sit up here and sell me a seedless, organic watermelon. Seedless. Seedless. <laughs> we can go biblically here. In the very beginning, this is what God said. In the very beginning, he said, Genesis 129, then God yeah. said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the surface of all the earth and uh-huh. every tree which has fruit yielding seed, it shall be food for you. So you telling me why are we eating seedless food? It ain't food. But the, It ain't food. But the church folk will show you a scripture. They say, well, look, I can pray over and eat it. That's the that's the absolutely. Best. We we we. My husband and I have these conversations with, with our fellow thing. brothers and sisters all the time. Oh, I can show you in scriptures where pray at and the eat. end of the day, <laughs> you you have him, God Himself, Yahweh Himself said it. He said it. How many times did he have to say yielding seed? But you're convinced that something that is seedless is okay to consume. Like- I, I'll even take this uh, um, uh, um, lime, right? So lime is a hybrid fruit. I looked at the the um, lime is supposed to have a, a specific number of chromosomes, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And it's specifically in the research that I did, it does not have. So because it does not have the specific chromosome that allows a seed to be in the actual citrus fruit, it ain't real. Like tilapia. And, and tilapia is a hybrid fish. A lot of that stuff is farm grown. Yeah. Like random. Yeah, please like, stop eating farm-raised fish, folks. If you're going to eat fish, feces-fed fish. Like, salmon is not naturally pink, as pink as they sell it. To oh me. yeah, if you look, let me There's tell you, you go to Costco, go to Costco, you will look the fine print. Right now, even really fine print, right above the price, it will say dye has been added to this to keep the freshness. Uh, really. No, it's not to keep the freshness. It's (laughs) to to pretty much, it's to make it to look appealing because you know that this is what you've been taught that it looks like. So, oh, we gotta, we gotta add this in here. So there's a conditioning. There's a huge conditioning. It goes to the food, the drugs, to how we get better. How we even, yo, it's a even the water down to the water with alkaline water and acidic water and toothpaste and deodorant. Talk about that though. Like absolutely. Yes. Yuck. It goes so beyond, it goes so beyond the food, man. It's, it's, it's a holistic thing. Like I, I, again, my husband and I were always having these conversations and we're always, and we're always willingly to have these conversations with people, rather it's in the church, outside the church, because right. we have to get better just as a people as a whole. Because at the end of the day, when you see a people that, that that is evolving, and we're still. Matter of fact, I, today, not on Thanksgiving Day, right? Yeah, it is <laughs> so Thanksgiving. we got a, a video that's right now going viral of people in a parking lot giving away Hennessy VSOP to my son, and you got people telling some, "Won't he do it? Really, <laughs> really, people?" Listen, I was probably in that line. I ain't gonna lie. Where was it? Where was that? <laughs> no, but, but 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 see, but this is what I'm saying is is that. We have, you have, we, I, so, cause I used to work for Hennessy actually. Mm. Um, I used to, I used to do promotional model. Like, like I, let me tell you, Come the on. people that, that I'm totally against right now, I used to actually work for, I used to work for Coca-Cola. I used to work, I used to work for, I was, a, I was a promotional marketing manager. So I know how all of these things work. Okay. Inside right here. So a bottle of V of Hennessy VSOP is $59.99, 60 bucks. Right. So you got, you, you decided now and then the line that we looked at probably about 10 15 people we don't know when somebody decided to start to start um filming so we don't even know so we're looking at about six to six to eight hundred dollars already i bet you not one of those people doesn't have the right clarity and mental clarity to say man let me take this money Instead of pouring it out into the people and and giving it you giving it away for free to people who probably don't even need it, they yeah. they there's probably no sort of self control over whatever you got people who just throw or that v, that vs exactly they just throw it back you know, they ain't mixing it up with nothing right so you you have this money and, and I bet you if you if you go up to them ask them you got a life insurance policy. If your daughter or your son was to die, do they have a life insurance and policy? Or are you going to hit it up on www.gofundme.com and ask for somebody to pay for your funeral expenses yeah. and all the hospital yeah. expenses? See what I'm saying? So, but again, what you consume, and I and I and this is this is what I, I told my husband this a couple of weeks. If you eat recklessly, you live recklessly, period. You're just gonna be you're 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 gonna think recklessly. Period. Yeah. You literally are what you so, eat. Literally, like, exactly. You literally. So, are and, what and, you and eat. again, even beyond, even beyond the eating, what you're putting in, 
the what deodorant, you're putting on. The, right? What you're putting on the the, the deodorant, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 lotions. Uh, 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 the lotions, all this stuff. Get you some shea butter. Right, whip it up in your kitchen oil. on your own. Like yeah. we, we. And this is another thing as a people. We have to stop being lazy. We have to stop being lazy. We can do a lot of this stuff on our by ourselves. Yeah, simple. In a sense of like, we can just whip it up, get a cheap little uh, um, mixer. mixer that we that we busy fixing cakes and pies in, and switch that thing over and whip you up some shade. Go online and get you some nice little essential oils. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Stop using that, that perm. Oil on your beard, beloved. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but even with perms, man. Like, but Killing stop it. looking at these things. If you can't pronounce the thing, please stop. Please stop. And there's a lot of people that be like, oh, well, you know, this is the long word for vitamin A. Stop. Stop. We no. got to research. Like you said, we got as a people, we have right. to study and research. We have to do this. We Absolutely. People- I did want to add this in. As we were talking, a couple of scriptures came to mind. One of them is from Proverbs chapter 14. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Like, we've been so miseducated in everything. Everything. <laughs> in everything. How food works, how money works, how all yeah. these things work. And we're out here dying because of it. People perish for a lack of knowledge. We don't know better, and we die because of it. Yeah. Yep. And I hope I hope I ain't convict y'all. Listen, I know y'all eating this and maybe thinking twice, and somehow I don't care. But there, and as you can see, right, like they're just giving you their experiences. This is not talking down. This is talking too. Because again, I'm a meat eater, and I do contemplate veganism every other weekend. I do, right? And we had this conversation personally as right, well. Right. We, mm-hmm. Like I talked to them, and let me just say this also: I've had a great vegan dinner at their house, pizza, <laughs> homemade lemonade with agave, um, honey. Um, I had. Um, uh, chickpea chips, a really good dinner at their house. And it was a vegan dinner. I was full. I felt better. It was definitely different. And I can get used to that. Not quite yet, but I can ultimately <laughs> eventually get used to that. Because people are different. Some people take steps. It, but like you said also, before we were talking, you said it's accountability. It's a community. Sometimes, because Tony had you. You know, you have Tony. Y'all in this together. And you can do it on your own, but it really helps if you had a help me or help. a community. Absolutely. Or a friend you to can say... Never- like, honestly, anything in this life, if you try to walk it alone, you'll probably fail. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Bill Gates did not start Microsoft on his own. Nope. Steve Jobs did not start Apple on his own. Phil Knight did not start Nike on his own. Juvenile and make Any- back that A up on his own. Somebody had to put the beat. <laughs> Somebody wrote the Master song. Master P did not start No Limit on his own. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. Jay cut Damon Biggs out, but he didn't start Rockefeller on his own. Yeah. There's a team aspect into success. And, like, I heard this story um, about these five women. All of them had hair salons and hair businesses. Mm -hmm. All of their businesses were struggling, but they all went to the same church. They all knew each other. How come y'all couldn't be in business together? Yeah. How come y'all couldn't be five and one? Group Start economics. On one property and then expand as your business is expanding. Yep. Why do y'all all? Have, why do we all have to have sole ownership? You put sole ownership of your on yourself, you're gonna have sole failure by yourself. Mm. Yes. Yeah, but other communities. That's why it's two that. tones. I can't do this by myself. <laughs> Word. That's I why need Tony Lee. I need Tony T. And we need Neek for this episode. We all won. Listen. It's all one. It's never one tone. It's two tones. But again, like you said, I think in our community, it's black people. 
like as a group or doing something as a people, as a community, that that practice has long been gone. But if you go to other communities, it's like a Jews, how they sit together, like their motto, like I look to them like, dang, I wish we can do that. And it's not solely like how we were, it's not innately in us, us being that way. Because there were great communities. There were the Black Wall Streets. There was Chicago. Like we did have great mm-hmm. things. And there we know Egypt. And we know, yeah. There's been we, great communities all over the world. Because we've done it. Thriving yeah. by black folks. Yeah. But but the white, you know, you know what happened with that. So they destroyed that. So I'm not going to say, oh, we're not wearing Nately like that. We've always been like that. It's just that now we're so conditioned, again, with the food we eat, the music, with everything. It's like now we're so stuck in this box thinking, oh, you lazy. No, you lazy. Let me kill you. Well, I, I just my money. It's your money. We don't know how to finance right. We don't know how to businesses, how to own things, how to eat right, how to relationships, how to cry. We spoke with emotions earlier, how to deal with our thoughts right. And we could point the blame, okay. but because it, it's yes. a condition. It's, it's a systemic issue. It is systemic. It is it's definitely conditioned and from someone else. You can't but, even, sorry, you can't even trace the emotional thing or like withholding tears. You can even trace that back to slavery. You can't cry in front of master when he's beating you. You think mm-hmm. he's going to stop? Yeah. He's going to keep beating you. You got to show him you're strong. Everything trickles back. Like with, I think we really, I know we talk about this, but we really underplay slavery, I think, a lot. As blacks, like, the, 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 we uh, underplay it because it's never been given importance. Right. It's always a side note. It's always well back then. That was That's them, not happened. you. We didn't do that. Yo, which and, are benefited you know, from You got it. people trying to edit texts talking about they were servants, not slaves. No, they were slaves. Dude. Servants get paid. Slaves do not. Slaves got beaten, raped, murdered, mutilated. Mm-hmm. I don't think we understand. Don't downplay man. the ugliness to try to make yourself look better or make your great grandfather look better. He did something horrible. Let him be accountable for it. Yeah. Listen, I don't think we understand. Like, I don't think we understand the effect, like, from slavery, segregation, Jim Crow, Black Lives Matter, drugs and crack, uh, Black Wall. Like, every, every era is something, right? It's like, but all going back to slavery, the root of it. And we're still suffering and they're still benefiting. Absolutely. But, but no one wants to talk about that. You know, even back to slavery with the food, back to the food. Like, we had a pig, mm-hmm. guts, and scraps, right? But now yep. it's the delicacy. Absolutely, Chitlin. we got the scraps. It, it's, it's like, I, hold on. How much y'all think we was eating pig feet? They wasn't eating pig feet in the house. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I like a little pork chops here and there. I ain't going to lie. I got a Muslim. <laughs> I got a Sunni, but I'm not Muslim. But I know. Yo, I cannot. No, no, for real. I like a little pork chops here and there. I ain't going to lie. But it's like, dang, this ain't really. I know this. And I'm not a vegan. You guys are. But I can say, like. Out of response on a defense of the meat eaters that's listening to this, which is probably all the listeners, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a meat eater too, y'all. But I do realize that the alkaline benefits from water and like the alkaline electric diets and like it's a complete difference. And like uh, Nick was saying, it's just not taking out meat. It's like even certain vegan products. It's a lifestyle shift. It's a mental, spiritual shift, and that's Absolutely. why accountability is very important and key. And I, that's why I love y'all and. I look to y'all when it comes to vegan stuff. Like, I respect y'all health. Because my mother, she's been very, you know, strict on certain stuff with brown this, brown that, cutting this out. But she never go full throttle with it, like with the vegan things. But she's probably, you know, talks about it. But I do look to y'all and say, yo, that's inspiring. Y'all inspired me as a couple like that. I know I can do it. And Tony could do it. Know how he was. We literally ate at a soul food restaurant before y'all got married. Like, what? Like, a couple months before he came up here. I don't know if you remember, Tony. We yeah, see that Sophie I drink. remember you was trying to bag the waitress. No, no, no. She no. was trying to bag you. She oh was trying to bag you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was trying to bag she me. She brought that boy an extra lemonade. Like, here you go. She gave me extra lemonade. We ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> but, um, nah, Tony had chicken and all that. Now I see Tony. I go to his house. 
His wife just chilling. Go ahead and make the pizza, baby. He making jackfruit pizza and all types of lemonade. I'm like, we was just. But if he can change and if Mo can, like she talked about it. No, I had a bacon cheeseburger the night before I got married. Wow. <laughs> she didn't throw that. She looked at me like, what? But God, that's why God is good. Could this be love I show? No. But seriously, man. Um, Mo, I'm sorry. Neek. <laughs> Where can they find <laughs> Yeah, so um, you guys can find me uh, at the Lifestyle Shift on Instagram and also on Facebook. I just started a Facebook uh, page. Um, and, you know, you can also hit me up at the Lifestyle Shift at gmail.com. If you have just any questions, concerns, uh, if you want to help, you know, just, you know, yourself out, your family out, uh, just to let you know, I, I am a certified chef and mm. educator. Uh, so, you know, this, uh, with my research, um, this does come with, with just the education and, and, and being certified. Uh, so um, I'm not just talking out of my, you know, left mind or whatever, Uh and, um, you know, I just know this is a part of my, my, my passion, my work, my ministry, what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, also a certified health minister, because I do believe that the church needs this as well. Yes. And, um, <clears throat> you know, um, I have a, uh, I have a, <laughs> sorry, I have a, um, uh, a group that I am also going to start because one thing that my husband, husband, excuse me, um, did not. Uh, say is that the the uh, weight loss that he has experienced through um, being a uh, being a vegan, and so I'll say this, you know, uh, uh, you did. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. I, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. um, but the same thing for me, and even just again you know, transitioning from being, you know, plant-based vegan, junk food vegan, and, and like alkaline, uh, really focusing on what does, you know, um, just again, like it's, it's, it's a journey. That's why I continue to call it a journey because it, going back, you have to keep a watch out what's going on and what's changing. Um, so, you know, again, if you need any help with this, um, like hit me up. And I'm also going back to another thing. I'm starting a group in January um, called the Waste Loss Club and pretty much just really wanting to support people um, that I know after these little holidays that folks are going to be on, uh, they're going to be like, man, like, what or how am I going to start this new year? So I'm going to lose weight. Them resolutions. Right. Those resolutions. And so I, like we said, we talked about earlier, accountability is very, very, very important. So, um, yep. let me be your accountability. Let's get into a group. Let's chop it up. Let rather you are vegan or non-vegan. Um, like I want to be able to, to, to really assist and help. And so 2017, uh, we're going to get that started and on the way. But like I said, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook and um, I will have a Twitter soon as well. But if you just have questions for me, concerns, uh, comments, hit me up, uh, the lifestyle shift at gmail.com. Oh, hope y'all got her book in there for man. Um, that definitely is beneficial. Do hit her up, please. Um, and yeah, also, I want to say one more thing, too. Sorry uh, to cut you off, Tony. Um, I didn't say this, but also because, like you were saying, too, just about the uh, wanting, uh, if you do want change and desire change, my story is my story. My husband's story is my, is my husband's story. At the end of the day, it's all about making these small changes. Do not, I repeat, and this is why I am also starting the, the, the uh, Waste Loss Club, do not do this by yourself. 
Because what I've talked to a lot of people who went vegan for three months, who went vegan for six months, and they're like, man, I'm back. And I, and I want to get back to that place, but weddings came up and, and um, you know, events with families came up and I just went right. back, right? And so even if you did go back, at the end of the day, as long as God gives you another day on this earth, you can also go back to being mm-hmm. The way in which, you know, because everybody that has been that vegan or plant-based for that little bit of time has talked about the benefits of it. They're like, man, I have to get back there because that place, man, I experienced X, Y, Z, blah, 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 and so much more. And if you're experiencing that within three to six months and even up to a year, like, you want to be back at that place. So you can't do everything by yourself for one. We've established that. And the other thing is, is that you can't do it by yourself so don't force yourself to be like i'm just going to do it and i'm just going to go cold turkey try one thing that's really popular is meatless mondays try doing it just say i'm just going to cut out meat once a week i'm just going to cut out animal products once a week i'm going to i'm going to cut out some people because i know i have a lot of people too who don't eat beef who don't eat pork and who only consume chicken or only consume seafood right yep so just cut, cut. Just say I'm just going to just dedicate this for the next month of of doing meatless Mondays or Sunday or whatever it is. You know, just because my thing is this: in order to try to do anything, you got to start. You got to start. You got to first be willing. It starts, and I also because I'm actually in the midst of writing something about this, but um, a, a ebook on it. But it starts in the mind. You have to make it up in your mind yeah, first. Everything starts there. Yep. Right. So if you if you are going to do anything, any sort of change, like even if you're saying, all right, I'm not going to start with the food. I'm going to start with my products. Let me look at the deodorant I'm putting on. Let me look at the lotion. Let me look at the perfumes. Let me look at what I'm going to get rid of all that and I'm going to start making my own. It first starts here in the mind. Mm -hmm. And so the mind has to be willing to make that change. So when you're willing to make that change and, and your mind registers that, then you just, you start little. So start small and then grow big. That's my motto. And that's, and that, and again, and this is why I still call it a vegan journey or plant-based journey. Because it, with the things that I used to eat back in the day, I'm not consuming a lot of it now. I'm like, mm, nope, don't want it. The soy was on it hard. When I was like, oh shoot, I can have soy chicken that tastes just like chicken. Cause that's what I, I, I'm the same way. Like I grew up, I didn't really, wasn't really big on, on pork and beef. Like it just didn't really, I hated milk growing up. I hated it. Yeah. So like my mother could never get me to eat cereal. Cause I would just be like, I'll just take some dry cereal. Cause I hated it. And then I discovered rice milk. And then from rice milk, it went from rice to almond, from almond to coconut to cashew, all these sorts of milks. And then boom, like, Oh, I can make my own milk, you know? So it, it, it's a journey. And when, when you accept it like that, then you'll move and, and get places. But when you start thinking it and receiving everything that we talked about today, you're like, all right, man, this sounds too difficult. This sounds too expensive. And that's another thing. Cause a lot of people also like to use that as an, ex- as an excuse. Well, isn't, isn't eating healthy expensive? Well, guess what? Those really doctor not. bills, that medication, that medication is going to be just as expensive or more. even more. You got yeah. ask, ask, a, ask a diabetic. What's their normal cost? And you, we also know that we also are people, even though we know because of Obamacare that we have to have health insurance, but there's still people that don't have health insurance. So ask them what their, what their, what their rate is of what their 
that what, bottle of pills costs five hundred dollars. Exactly. And it's only last thirty days. Yeah. So Inve- what I'm saying is, is invest in your health. Yeah. You invest in Jordans, everything else. Invest in your health. Invest in your body. Like, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And and I and I say this too. Again, it goes back to your accountability. If you're saying, "Hey, you know what? I want to do this. I want to try this. Let me just try to incorporate. I'm gonna still eat meat, but let me try to incorporate more." vegetables more produce so how about this um tanya i know you also want to try to get healthy we've been having this conversation all right i know you uh demetria you said you also you like you you just really want to do this all right so how about you tanya myself and demetria and your husband and your husband how about we all start a plot together let's grow our own fruits and veggies yeah I'm just saying, right? So we're growing our own. We got our own plot together. We, we're growing up, whatever. So now, and we're and we're trading off, whatever. We start off with a plot, and the next thing you know, because now we can afford, we're now being able to just trade off. You got, you have your own plot. You have your own plot. Now we sitting up here. We got three to six plots, and you're growing kale in this one, and you're growing collards in this one. You're growing tomatoes in this one. You're growing squash in this one, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, we got a whole meal. We got salad. We can get a, have a squash stir fry. We can have, you know what I'm saying? So it's, we, again, it goes back to that community and that accountability. Without that, we're not going to evolve as a people. Period. Period. Yeah. So, you know, it's not so much of let's, let's, let's get our minds in, into veganism. Let's get our minds into a holistic ism and think, how do we make change? <laughs> I know like, that I just make it up. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, but how do we, how do we stop fighting about who's right, who's wrong and say, okay, well, this is working for this person. This is working for this person. You know, well, I don't have no health issues, but you know what? Why don't I want to just increase my life even more? Yeah, let, let, let me, let me, let me put down the sun chips. Cause I know that, you know, really canola oil isn't really, really good for me. So even though I may be very small, cause that let me, and I, this is my whole big thing too. A lot of people think this, they think that because you look of your appearance on the outside and I'm just going to say skinny, skinny means healthy. Skinny does not mean healthy at all. Skinny does not mean healthy. I know skinny I'll tell you this. Personally. I'll share this. Unfortunately, I just had a college mate just pass away. He was on a bus in Philadelphia laughing, joking. Next thing you know, he slumps over. My friend contacted me. She said, you know, unfortunately, I have to tell you, Hyman passed away. What? Mm. 31 years old? 31 years old? Now, appearance on the outside, let me tell you, this young man was a model. This young man was a model. Okay? So, what what I, what I, I can't stand when people say, well, my metabolism fast. Everything I put in, it come out. I'm skinny. I'm good. I got abs. It means absolutely nothing. Nothing. It really doesn't. Nothing. You can go on YouTube right now. And look up parasites in a bodybuilder. Google parasites in a bodybuilder. You will see video images of of bodybuilders just putting anything in and having complaining about stomach pains. They go to the hospital emergency room. Doctor opens them out. A pounds of parasites just coming out of them. So what I'm saying is, is not. Please do not look on the outside. Now you got a lot of also unhealthy vegans too, because we go back to the junk food vegans. You got yeah. un, just out of shape and just people who are just all over the place. So what I'm saying is, we got to stop looking at the outside about what how people look or how we think that just because we whatever, like no one should be passing away at the age of thirty uh, thirty one. Nobody should be passing away at the age of just slumping over. You laughing and joking, going about life. You slump over and you don't wake up. So it sounded like a, a blood clot, an aneurysm, a heart attack. 31 years old, 
and you're gone. So I know that the audience that we have here are people probably, you know, within their 20s all the way up to maybe early 40s, right? Yeah. So I'm talking to you. <laughs> Glory. She we got have to. to. Yeah, we she got the to. floor. She we... preaching to y'all. She preaching. Hey, listen, we, this is, <laughs> we said we was going to do this episode a while ago. We always talk about the vegan episode, but we finally yeah. have it. And what better day to do it than on a day when they killed the natives and did something wrong? Let's make America great again. And I'm mean, honestly... Look at what the natives used to eat. Yeah. Shout out to the natives, man. Not that I know particularly, but I know squash was huge. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Non-GMO corn was huge. Shout out to the natives and the vegans, man. With this for y'all. Shout out to the natives still standing for their lands in North Dakota. Yeah, shout out to them, too. Because that's the thing, too. Like, you know, we're not even... Even though it's so, like Kim trailing the hell out of their land. Right. And we're we're so caught up right now in the whole like, you know, like what we gonna eat and what's gonna be on our plates, green beans, tomatoes, all that sort of things, and hogs mm-hmm. and dogs. But like <laughs> there's our people, we have our people that are right now that are suffering and trying to fight for their land, trying to fight, you know, this again, corporate government officials that are saying Political. we wanna do this. But, yeah. But your president, the one y'all 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 want to stay and don't leave, he signed off that they can do that, but y'all crying about somebody coming in. I, we ain't about to get in that conversation. Like, political is political. Right, yeah, yeah. President, y'all stuck in yeah. symbolism, but I ain't about to get in that. Um, but yeah, this has been a great episode. Neek, we do appreciate yeah. you. This is a Thanksgiving special. Um, again, give us your um, sites and everything, again, for those who... Yeah, so at the Lifestyle Shift uh, for Instagram and also Facebook, uh, you can email me at uh, the Lifestyle Shift at gmail dot com, and then also just be on the lookout if you do send me an email. Um, be on the lookout because I got some ebooks that are about to come out and be released. I also have a book. Um, just really want to just teach our people, you know how how we we must get better. Period. Holistic holisticism. That's my that's <laughs> uh, a word. You know, that's a new word. Holistic. Period. Yeah, period. Just, we got to get better. So, oh, Tony, man, you want to add something before we leave? No, nah, man, I'm good. Dope, man. We <laughs> do appreciate you, Neek. All y'all audience, listen, again, I'm going to meet either if they're vegans. This is not talking down. This is talking to. Talking, trying to help y'all. Absolutely. And they, they I know, you know, Tony closely sold as a couple. They kind of helped me. Like I said, I ate at their house. It's inspiring to me. So, y'all give us your thoughts. Y'all email her, email us. And y'all enjoy your Thanksgiving meal. You know, shout out to your family again. And um, yeah, man, another episode of Two Jones. We signed it out. Peace. Peace. Greens, beans. You name it. You name it. You name it. You name it.